Hello and welcome to episode 31 of Expresso Babe. And joining me today as ever is a man who only ever gets lost in thought because it's unfamiliar territory. It's Callum. Thank you ever so much for that kind introduction, Lee, and it's always <laughs> a pleasure to be here. Never a chore. So, how are you today, sir? I'm actually doing alright. Died a bit on our walk earlier. Yeah, yeah, it it's, it's, it's warm weather. We walked to the gym, gymmed and walked back, which was uh, jolly good fun. But we persevere as ever and... You never know, perhaps we'll be ever so slightly healthier because of it. Perhaps, maybe. Perhaps. Um, I do have to say, however, I am very salty. Uh, you're always salty. And do you know why, sir? I know why. Well, it's common knowledge you always get a shiny, and I won't get just one. To be, just to clarify, oh, yeah. Callum is again talking about Pokemon Go, which we tend to play while walking to and from the gym, because it gives us something entertaining to do. It does indeed. And this guy caught three shinies today, and I didn't get one. And... You know, for a reason for you being salty, that is not what I'd expected you to go with. Well, I had something that rather entertained me this morning, Cal. Oh, that I yes. you were about that. That's what I thought you'd be no, on about. No, I'm not sorry about that. I don't, I don't care. Yes, I ran into my uh, my upstairs neighbour. You did indeed, sir. I did indeed. And after a very brief amount of chat, it turns out your ex lives above me. She does, yes. That was quite funny when yes. I found that out. I thought it was hilarious, but I really wasn't sure how you were going to react I find it amusing. It Ooh, amused me, a, sir. No, we've got they're gone. <laughs> Clearly, if I two guys boring, mate. Yeah, well, they've never experienced. They've never lived. <laughs> <laughs> moving away from that. Moving on. Um, and moving away from your ex, being a little closer to either of us than we're comfortable with. Mm, just a wee bit. Um, I've got a moderately fun fact for you today. What is your I fun think fact? Sir? I think it's fun anyway, because I was initially going to talk about pineapples. Yeah, how, what do you mean, how they don't belong on pizza? No, they definitely belong on pizza. I'm sorry, anyone out there who thinks pineapple doesn't belong on pizza, you're wrong, you don't deserve pizza. It's that simple. Um, no, no, the fact that pineapples have an enzyme in them that dissolves protein. Yes. Effectively, when you eat pineapples, pineapples eat you back. If you work with protein with your hands a lot, you, use, you lose your fingerprints, <laughs> so on and so forth. I thought that might be quite interesting to talk about, but getting vaguely tropical reminded me of Brazil nuts. Ah. Oh. Your man for a good nut. Don't be weird. <laughs> no. Okay. Brazil nuts. Yes, Brazil nuts. Because it is the only food that an allergic reaction to can be transmitted sexually. You can have an allergic reaction to another person that's eaten Brazil nuts if you've been intimate. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm saying every time sorry you haven't had any Brazil nuts there have you yeah it's a genuine thing it's genuine there was um, that's weird yeah there was a genuine case of a 20 year old woman who again was intimate with her partner had an allergic reaction uh, they couldn't quite figure out how she could possibly have come across Brazil nuts yeah pun intended <laughs> and it transpired that they'd been eaten by her boyfriend and after doing a what's amusingly known as a skin prick test mm-hmm it turns out that, yes, it can actually be then transmitted after being eaten through other bodily fluids. Lovely. Which is just utterly mental. That is. I'm trying not to be too explicit, mm. unless we get banned from TikTok yeah. again. And just for the record, we are not promoting any sexual behaviour in any way. <laughs> Before we get banned again. Yeah. But, yes, so Brazil nuts can actually be... Fatal. Fa well, <laughs> yes, they can be fatal. Any nut allergy can be fatal. 
but sleeping with somebody who's eaten Brazil nuts, if you have the allergy yourself, can kill you. I don't know that. That's... It's absolutely bizarre. It's a good one to know. It's my fun fact for the day. I also, sir, have got a fun fact you for you. You have? This is very rare. You don't usually have facts for me. No, it's usually I don't. me with the fact of the topic. So basically, what it is, is you can always see your nose, right? <laughs> it's always there, but your brain blocks out that's being there, so you can't see it. What about Voldemort? Well, he just didn't have one, did he? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, a simple way for you to prove this to you guys, if you get your finger and put it all the way onto your nose, you can see your finger, but you can't see your nose. You don't have to look at your fingers. Look straight ahead and you can see your finger. But you can't see your nose. You're absolutely right. It's really weird. It's bizarre. Well, it's kind of bizarre. But it's also not. Because did you know you also have a blind spot in your vision? Everyone does. There is a spot and it's around about there. I can't, like, in your own peripheral vision. Um, you need a, a screen or a piece of... No, not there. That's behind your head. Can't see you, mate. No, of course you can't. You need um, paper with dots on it or a screen with dots on it or something to actually demonstrate. But you actually, if you hold it up in front of one eye and bring it closer, it'll vanish from your view because there's a blind spot just around that part of your vision that your eye just can't see. But because your brain knows it's there, mm. it compensates for it and sort of fills in, fills in the gaps. But again, if you try it with a, a dot on an otherwise uniform piece of paper, it will actually show up, which, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. I've tried it. It genuinely works. Mm-hmm. It weirded me the bejesus out. Now I've got a blind spot in my own vision that I'm not aware of. But it turns out the human brain is a really funny thing. It is indeed, sir. It's I also, mysterious. actually, on that topic, um, heard tell once upon a time of somebody who tried wearing, I think it was glasses or something that turned their vision upside down. So just everything was everything appeared upside down. And after about a month or two, their brain had acclimatised and they could cope. The brain turns everything upside down. No, the eyes. The, 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 the brain turned the vision upside down to cope with it, to actually allow for... Oh. Because they were in glasses that turned their vision upside down. Oh, that's kind of weird. The, the, it's amazing what the brain can adapt to when given the opportunity. It's had an image of him like, walking in the air. <laughs> no, they weren't walking upside down. It was only the vision. You see the same thing, actually, in artists who try and write in, try and painting in like just red light or green light. At first, everything's very washed out because they use the wrong shades. But after a period of time, they adapt. It's quite remarkable. Your brain is brilliant. Well done. Well, not everyone's brain, sir. No. Mine's a bit damaged. Yours is a bit damaged. Anyway, before we go any further, I think we'd better look at last week's riddles. I think we should. Yes. So, would you like me to remind you of last week's riddle, sir? Please do, sir. I can't remember the exact names, but again, they're not strictly relevant. So let's go with... Yeah, it was Derek Dean and something else. Desmond. <laughs> Let's go with Desmond. Derek, Desmond and Dean, shall we say, all call me brother, but I am an only child. Who are we? You said... Adopted. I like that answer. Adopted. I very much like that answer. It's not the correct one. Uh-oh. Um, Pity point? No. Pity point five? No. I like the answer, <laughs> but it's not correct. The correct answer was monks. Oh. Yes. Yes, it works, doesn't it? does. Yeah. I like my answer better. I liked your answer better as well, but it's not the answer to the riddle, so you can't have it. Okay. Would you like me to repeat my one for you, sir? I would love for you to repeat your riddle to me. What gets deeper, the more you cut it. I think I said hair. You did say hair. Yeah. That is wrong. What is it? A hole. A hole. You don't cut a hole. That's what the riddle said. That's rubbish. (laughs) So we were both wrong with last week's riddle. 
-hmm. which means I stay a pity point ahead. You're on four, aren't you? Either that or I'm on five and you're on 4.5. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a pity point ahead. Potato, potato. Is all that matters here. I'm ahead. You're behind. I'm always behind. And we did also have other users contributing their answers to last week's riddles. We did um, indeed, sir. So, to my riddle, I had a user on TikTok by the name of Freezer Force suggest that the answer might be homies, which I thought was a particularly good answer. They do all call one another brother, but I'm afraid that wasn't the one I was looking for. And I also had an answer to my riddle to you, sir. And this was by random underscore swear word. And his answer was my skin. That is really dark. I think that might be a bit too dark for my liking. I like dark humour, <laughs> but... <laughs> but I appreciate the contribution nonetheless. So thank you. Thank you very much. So should we go on to this week's riddle? This week's riddles. Yes, absolutely. Would you like me to kick us off? Yes, please. Okay. There's a room that contains a queen, a king, and two twins, but there are no people in the room. How can this be? You'll be giving your answer towards the end of the podcast. I, you need a little bit of time. So, yeah. Give your answer towards the end of the podcast, Callum. And would you like to let me know what your riddle is? I can. I cannot be bought, but I can be stolen. With one glance, I'm worthless. Can't read your own writing. I cannot be bought, but I can be stolen with one glance. I'm worthless to one, but priceless to two. Okay, and I will be giving my answer at the end of the podcast. So, that being what it is, I think we'd better move on to what's going on. I think we should. And do you want to start, sir? Well, I think you better to... start because I've only got the one news story today. Okay, I've only got one. But you've got, you've got one from Charlotte. That's though. what I mean. Have you not got one from yourself? Yeah, I've got one from myself, but I mean... Well, I've you've got, got two. Technically, I've only got one. You've got two. Okay. Right, my, our new story was sent in by Charlotte again. Again, thank so, you very much, Charlotte. Thank you for getting involved. And also, I think they were having a bit of a, a news-off on the um, Expressive Bay page, weren't they? They were. Because Charlotte posted about, obviously, the... I mean, you're kind of giving away the story. Jade posted about dancing cockatoos. Cockatoos? Cockatoos. I missed that. When was that? Should we not have brought that into this episode, then? I did. Oh, so you've got two? No, no, there. no, because it was just a video. Wasn't oh, actually. okay, 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 okay. But I just thought I'd bring up how they have a bit of a news off, or a okay. bit of an animal off, as it were. I do apologise, I must have missed that on the page. Very, very short-sighted of me. That's so, right. Callum, the news story Charlotte sent in to us, please. It says, cows calm down when they hear Indian music. There's a cliche in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to say it. You guys can Is it Bollywood? Bollywood? What kind of Indian music? Um, like a bit of Bollywood. It says, Researchers in India exposed dairy cows to Indian music of flutes and sitars ah. before and during the milking. <laughs> they reported a significant increase in milking speeds and milk yield compared to cows who weren't. <laughs> cows that weren't exposed, as it were. Yes, weren't exposed. <laughs> okay, moving on. How about that? Yeah. But... There is a suggestion that even things like plants grow better if they're given... Mm. The right decibels. No, the right sort of yeah, positive music and pot, sort of pot, basically positive vibes, if you will. I don't know if they're like reggae or classical. So don't, but don't play like Lewis Capaldi or... I was going to say, don't, play, don't give them my music. 
<laughs> bit of heavy metal, mate. I love it. I'm not sure they if the might, plants will. They might love Aylstorm. We should, we should start blasting Aylstorm and see if these plants grow. We'll do a scientific experiment. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how Jodie would feel about you blasting metal at the plants, and I'm definitely not sure how the upstairs neighbours would feel about it. Well, I'm not, I, don't, I don't think I care about what the upstairs neighbours no. feels. Cows, cows calming down to Indian music. That's mm. actually weirdly sweet. It says... Playing music at decibels between 40 and 60 reduced their stress levels and improved their behaviour. Their behaviour and their milk yields. Yes. So if you're a dairy farmer out there, try playing some Indian music at cows. You may need to start practising now. Indeed. <laughs> so that was so, the new story from Charlotte. So yeah, thank I you like again. that. And, and again, thank you, Charlotte, for contributing. Again, you are you are finding almost more news stories than we are, which is slightly frightening, but we very much appreciate it. Anyway, anyway. my turn. Grandfather realises he's been spelling his name wrong whole life after checking birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> a very grandfather thing to do. It's a very, very... Well, this, this isn't just... That's his whole this, life, Yes, this is his entire life. It's not... I'm going to be honest. It's not a spectacularly off spelling. It's not like his name is Charles and he's been spelling it Dave. Okay. His name was Alan... It still is Alan. Alan Granger. It's again. It's broadcast on live news, so I don't feel bad about uh, about sharing it. But yeah. So his name is Alan Granger. He spells it with two L's. It's L. on his birth certificate being one L. That shouldn't be a big deal. The issue is his driving license, therefore, doesn't match who he is. Yeah. His wedding certificate doesn't match who he is, and he has two tattoos of his name on himself, <laughs> spelt wrong. Alan! Alan! <laughs> oh, I love those little gopher things. What were they? Prairie dogs. Yeah. That's quite funny. Yes, so um, his, his, fam- his family shows him after somehow coming across it, presumably looking through old paper files, and rather than blame his parents for being uh, derpy moves who can't spell, he blames whoever filed the birth certificate. Because there's no way his mum would do that to him, in his own words. I'm going to be honest with you, Alan. I think your mum was probably just a bit thick. <laughs> or out of her face on drugs after having given birth to you. I reckon so. A-lan. A-lan. <laughs> Al-lan. Sure, I know what I'll do. I'll do this. I'll get him back later. Like, <laughs> like the longest prank ever. You reckon his mum did it on purpose? Yeah, pranked him. That'd be a great... That would be great fun anyway. Not even just... Not even just a misspelling. Literally just put it through as like... Put, his, put their name through as like Michael on their birth certificate. And bring them up as Steve. <laughs> Steve. Well, it doesn't have to be Steve. It could be Callum. Steve Madden. So they, when they finally get to the stage when they need to apply for paperwork, suddenly their name is just like... Pfft. It is, So is. Yes, sorry to Alan, but um, I yeah, I think your parents were just a bit stupid. I think so too. Not Do you have another... anything wrong with being stupid, but not promoting stupidity. Right, on to the next new story, which I have. Are you ready? I am ready, sir. Adorable blind dog has his own guide cat. <laughs> oh, that is sweet. I like that. The dog's got a guide cat. Yes. And it said that he stops him bumping into things. Uh, I don't know, that was a wrestler news title. <laughs> Adorable blind dog has has own guide cat who stops him bumping into things. Right, okay. Now we've got through the title. Yeah. Look, German Shepherd Blaze went Aww. blind in 2020, but thanks to help from his special friend, Satan the Cat. Satan or Satin? Satan. S-A-T-I-N. Satan. Satin. 
Sat the fabric. In, sat in the cat. Not Satan. <laughs> right. Sat in. Sat in the cat. Anyway, sat in. <laughs> Satan, really? <laughs> he has learnt to speak to the dog and help guide him around. The cat became best friends with the dog when... Satin. <laughs> Not Satan, Satin. No, the cat was said to have been stepped on a lot by her big flatmate before they became inseparable. This is the blind dog that was stepping on her. Yeah. So basically the cat would used to rub up against his legs and then obviously he would like, he could move around not standing, but everything he blind, he couldn't see her and he was just standing on her. <laughs> so now she sees to his every need. I think that's adorable. The world needs a little bit more, a little and bit more I nice I will find a picture of that as well. Yes. Oh, I need to post the video of the alien man from last week. Oh, yes. about that. Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, no, a little, a little photo of that will brighten everyone's move. Move? Move. Mood. A blind, a blind dog with a guide cat. That is absolutely what we need in our lives. So, once more, Callum, my riddle to you for this week yep. was there is a room that contains a king, a queen, and two twins, but there are no people, no living beings in that room. Yep. How can this be? Do you still want me to give my answer at the end of the... No, you can give your answer now. I think it's because there's a chessboard in the room. That's an interesting answer. That's not right. <laughs> oh. If anyone else... If <laughs> I'm not going to tell you if it's right or not. I'm going to tell you if it's right or not next week. But if anybody watching has a suggestion as to what it might be, please do pop it in the comments and we will be sure to shout you out on the podcast. Your riddle to me, sir. Right, I'm going to get it right first time this time. Yeah, last time you screwed it up about four or five times in a row. I did. You did. I cannot be bought, but I can be stolen. With one glance, I'm worthless to one, but priceless to two. I thought it was, but I can be stolen with one glance. I cannot be bought, but I can be stolen with one glance. Yes, that is it. Once more, please, Callum. Uh, I cannot be bought, but I can be stolen with one glance. I'm worthless to one, but priceless to two. <laughs> what am I? A really bad reader. That's just my writing. I'm going with love. That's an interesting answer. It is an interesting answer. Again, once more, if you have any suggestions as to what you think the answer to that riddle is, you will get yourself a shout-out. And if you get it right, you might get another one next week. Excellent. Happy days. I should probably also mention, I forgot to mention it last week, which is really bad of me, so slap my wrist. But two weeks ago, we got a correct answer to one of our riddles. Jake Woodford correctly answered one to the As I Was Going to St Ives riddle in episode 29. Well done, Jake. Thank you very much for joining in. And please do give us some more answers. Congratulations, sir. So. So. Your sentences are just going, buddy. They are. I'm just heat stroke, mate. It's not heat stroke. It's not that hot. You got, you got heat stroke a couple of weeks ago. Hmm. True. That was good fun. That was not good fun. I had to stop you dying. Yeah, I, I thought and I don't need to deal with that. I thought it was dead. <laughs> <sighs> Next time, actually die. It would save me a little bit of uh, You'd have to find a new co-host. Find one of them last minute. I reckon Jody would do it. Yeah, I guess boobs would bring more viewers, wouldn't they? <laughs> Turn it do try not to be terribly sexist. I'm not sexist. I've got boobs. <laughs> They're not bringing any more viewers, mate. I'll tell you that for nothing. Oh, all right, anyway... So that's that for riddles and 
functionality. What's going on? Yeah. Did I actually ask you how you were? No, you never bothered. I think you just interrupted with a fact, didn't you? No, you did. You interrupted with your fact about pineapples. I just went into a fact. I didn't really talk about pineapples. No, you didn't. Anyway, what should we talk about now, sir? You still haven't asked me how I am. I did. I just said, how are you, sir? I never asked. Fine, thanks. Go on, go into more detail. I mean, what, what's really going on? You can get down and gritty. How are you feeling yourself? My co-host can't read. I can't read you. <laughs> I, can't, I can't read my writing. <laughs> it's like you need a calligrapher in here to... Uh, is it a calligrapher? It, it is a calligrapher. We've done Amber, this yeah. particular bit before, yes. You need a calligrapher. Calligraphers too. do writing. Anyway. This is what happens when we try and write notes very shorthand. Yeah, no, but that was it. No <laughs> stories. What's going on? Oh. Stories from what? Yes. Crap, I need to think of some new stories. Well, you have one off the top of your head? I always have one off the top of my head. You start. No, well, I remember all the facts about mine. It's fine. Do you want me to start? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll call this member of staff member A. So, member A comes in the kitchen, and we had a load of lobsters in the sink. And she said... Ah, uh, yes. And they said, are they alive? And I said, no, we have to drown them before we kill, <laughs> before we kill them, because it's more humane. So she thought we were literally drowning lobsters and then cooking them. And I just thought, oh my God. That was oh. the same one who thought we found the lobsters out the back in the pond. Yeah, it's been up. Swimming pool. It was a swimming, swimming pool. pool. Yeah, we had the lobsters out the back in the swimming pool. Yeah. Bless. The people. There are some wonderful, wonderful people in this world. There really are. They may not all be the sharpest, but they serve to entertain the rest of us, which yes. is great. I found that um, highly enjoyable. Yes, she was... She, she very much was, yes. She was an interesting little fish. Anyway, sir, what about you? We have ethan- bioethanol lanterns. Oh! <laughs> yeah. This particular individual, let's call him member of staff B. B? Seeing as we've had member of staff A, who thought we'd down to lobsters, <laughs> was tasked with lighting them up. Shouldn't be a terrible job. You pour some bioethanol in a pot, light it on fire, happy days, jobs are good. He was in, he was in a particular pod with a couple of people he was serving, and decided perhaps he hadn't filled it up enough. Had already lit the flame. Grabs this, grabs this plastic bottle of bioethanol. Decides to top it up a little bit more. <laughs> when it's already lit. When it's already lit. <laughs> in very short order, the end had blown off the bottle. The table is on fire. The customers happily are fine. His response to realising that the table and the little pot containing ethanol were very, very much on fire was to bat it out of the pod, at which stage we then have him slightly on fire, but not too badly. He he, put, he patted himself out, that was fine, unfortunately. He lives to tell, tell another tale. Yes. The table inside on fire, the table outside on fire, and the decking on fire. <laughs> Triple threat, mate. Yeah. Just to clarify, everyone was fine. Nobody died. Nobody was badly hurt. I think the table was pretty hurt, mate. No, the table was actually okay as well. Ethanol burns at a surprisingly low temperature. Mm. It, it's I've set for, I've accidentally accidentally got some on my hand and set myself on fire a couple of times, and you lose trick. <laughs> you lose some hairs on your hand. But actually, by the time you've really gone, oh, that's hot. The ethanol's burned out. It's not unless you put a lot on yourself. Um, unless you put a lot, an awful lot on yourself, you're not in any particular danger. I wouldn't recommend... Just no. just to clarify, don't try this at home. Don't. Um, please. But, mm. no, no one was in any huge danger. But it was... It was... 
one of these moments of abject, abject stupidity yes, where you really, really, really wonder what's going through people's brains. Mm. Oh, oh dear. Have you, have you lost your notes? Yep. Um, I am a professional. There we go. I am a professional etiquette. Outfit, outfit, not outfit. Etiquette. Professional outfit. Sorry. Anyway, Callum, shall we go into how to contact us? I think we should. That's the most exciting part of the day. <laughs> Is it indeed? Yes. Okay. Well, you can join us on our Facebook group, which in which a lot of our news stories are posted, including ones by other listeners. Pop Expresso Babe into your search on Facebook, and we'll turn up. And just to reiterate, Expresso Babe is spelled E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O. It is indeed. Our Instagram, which is Expresso underscore Babe underscore. And those of you watching us will already be aware, but we are on TikTok. You can catch us on Expresso Babe the podcast. That is all one word. You can also reach us via email, which is Expresso.Babe at Yahoo.com. We are sort of on Twitter. Really, really sort of. Mm. And you can catch on that on Espresso underscore babe. And one new exciting thing, which I think Lee should announce, because I don't know what it is. It's YouTube, mate. Videos YouTube. go on it. Yeah, but, I mean, is there a special name for it? Yes, Espresso Babe. Oh, I could have said that. Yes, would you like to? Yes. And exciting news, guys. Crazy, crazy excitement. We are now on YouTube, which is Espresso Babe. Absolutely. I've only got seven, the first seven episodes uploaded so far at the time of recording, but they will all be going up. We'll be uploading them as we go in future. I've got a lot of catching up to do. It's going to take me a little while, but I promise I will get there. And all that remains is to wish everyone a lovely day and say, Mr. Callum, it is always a pleasure. And it's never a chore, sir. And we will see you all in the next episode. Join us next week. We'll be there. Bye-bye.